Good morning and welcome to Big Game Sports Radio. I'm Scott Squires and we are very pleased to be joined by Carly Duvall. Carly is a first-year student at UNBSJ, that's the University of New Brunswick at St. John, the Seawolves. She's a rookie with the Seawolves women's soccer team and we're very happy to have her with us this morning. Good morning, Carly. Good morning. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Well, the sun is shining, I'm not shoveling, and it's getting warmer, so that, that's pretty good, I guess. First of all, before we talk about uh, your soccer accolades, tell me a little bit about uh, your freshman year so far at UNBSJ, and I know it's only been a couple weeks, but how are you enjoying college life? I'm loving it so far. It's definitely different um, than high school was, but it's been pretty easy to adopt here my uh, profs are great it's a small campus so it's easy to get around I haven't been too lost so far so going pretty good we were talking before we came on and the way that you say your last name because I'm all about making sure that I say names correctly but you say it way better so let me hear that last name for me uh it's Duval (laughs) see that yeah anytime I ever need to reference your last name I'll just get you to say it fair enough sure thank you now, UNBSJ obviously is in St. John, New Brunswick, and that's not too far from home for you. You're from a community called Baxter's Corner, which is just outside of St. John. What can you tell me about Baxter's Corner? Baxter's Corner is a little town uh, past the St. John Airport. Uh, it's just a small little community. Um, it's a really nice spot, really private, really quiet. We really like it there. Where did you go to high school? Because obviously high school would have been your most recent schooling before UNBSJ. What can you tell me about where you went to high school and what that was like? I actually have been at Samuel de Champlain since kindergarten. Uh, it's a K-12 school. I just graduated from there last year. Um, it was a really good school. It was small and we knew everybody. The teachers were wonderful. So it was really nice to graduate from there. I never even thought of that, but that's a good point. Sometimes in smaller communities the school will be a K to 12 school. So having spent all of your schooling years there, what was it like when you graduated and knew that in terms of a student, you weren't going to be going back there anymore? What was that like for you? Even at graduation, that problem, like it didn't sink in yet. It only actually sunk in on my first day of university when I was driving. Um, Cause how I get to school is like, I'd be going towards Sam to Sham. UMBSJ is just like a little bit before Sam to Sham. So I was driving and I thought I was going to Sam to Sham. I actually drove past UMBSJ to go towards Sam to Sham. I was like, oh, I'm not going back there. When you look back at your school years, and again, we're going to talk about, we're talking to you because of the recent success you've had playing for UNBSJ women's soccer, but it's always nice to get to know the student athlete a little bit. You talked about your school. You were there for so long. You referenced some of the teachers. You know, who were some of those teachers that had a really big impact on you and and that you kind of uh, look back and say, you know what, thank goodness for that teacher or that coach or whatever the case may be for kind of really being in my corner? Definitely one of the teachers who has helped me the most throughout my, like academically, is definitely my math and physics teacher, Mr. Daniel Wallet. He was also like um, on our, he helped our grad grad class committee as well. So he was there for our grad class, especially all through our last year. Um, and also Mr. Eric Levac was a big help to me too. Um, since grade eight, we've had him and he was wonderful. Uh, really, I can't just name a few teachers. All of my teachers that I've had at Sam Sham were amazing. They all helped me get to where I am today. So I just wanted to thank all of them. Sam Sham, I like that. I love the way <laughs> that's short. That, that's awesome. Now, 
you're playing soccer at UNBSJ, I'm guessing, don't like to assume, but you played soccer <laughs> at Sam Sham. I did, yeah. Um, I played all throughout middle school, and in high school I tried to play as best I could. Uh, there was a few years where I couldn't play um, due to other commitments with soccer, but I did play for most of it. And what's the name of the Sam Desham sports teams? Are they the Tigers? Are they the Cougars? Or, or what, what are they called? We were the Jaguars. <laughs> From my own experience with my kids in middle school and high school, typically they do name their sports teams after animals. So, the Jaguars. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about what you're doing at UNBSJ, because obviously when you're picking post-secondary, you need to kind of pick a school that's going to work for you for what you want to do or what you want to study. What are you taking at UNBSJ? I'm currently in taking a Bachelor of Science. I'd like to finish that and then maybe go off to med school to become a radiologist. You were recently named one of the Female Athletes of the Week for the national governing body of the uh, CCAA, the Canadian Collegiate Athletic Association. So congratulations on that accolade. Thank you. What did it mean to you? And, uh, you know, again, just a couple of weeks into your rookie year, uh, you get named CCAA, one of the female athletes of the week. What was that like? It was honestly such a good feeling. Um, going into university, I really wanted to help out uh, the Seawolves. I know they didn't have the best year last year, and I really wanted um, – I was really excited to be a Seawolf. And honestly, hearing that, and like, it was actually my captain, um, Caitlin Casey, who notified me that I'd won it. and. It was honestly such a great feeling to hear that, and it made me really proud of myself and proud of my team as well because we've been doing really good so far. We haven't lost a game yet, fingers crossed. So. What's been the key for you through the first few games to have the success that you've had? Honestly, I couldn't have done it without my teammates. Being a striker, you're not as part of the play as some other positions, so the ball obviously has to come from the back to the midfield to the forward. So honestly, if it weren't for my teammates, I wouldn't have been able to score the goals that I have or had the success that I've had and Dave has also been really good he's been helping me um, in practice with my finishing and so thanks to, that, to them honestly so Dave that would be your coach yeah Dave is our head coach what's it been like I know it, again it's only been a couple of weeks but you've obviously found success individually and team success as well but what's the whole experience been like the last couple of weeks you know meeting your new teammates getting familiar with the coaches practicing what's it all been like um, well, this summer, we actually did have, like, one practice a week, like, on Sunday nights, and I got to meet some of the girls then, and, like, right from the beginning, they were really accepted, like, they accepted me, and they really included me. Um, a lot of the girls on the team I had played with before for funny soccer, so I did know some of them, but the ones that I didn't know, like, right from the get-go, they were really including and really nice, and, yeah, I have really, really good teammates. Now, let's go back, because you're a rookie, with UNBSJ, but you're certainly not a rookie when it comes to playing soccer. You've been playing soccer since the age of four. How did you get into playing soccer at the age of four? What was the first level? What was the first team that you ever played for? Uh, Honestly, I think my parents kind of just stuck me in timid soccer and like hope for the best and honestly worked out super well, like right from the get-go. I love the sport and it's really just stuck with me since. Yeah, you mentioned Timbit soccer. I know I'm based out of Truro, Nova Scotia and I'm not far from uh, the Timbits soccer fields. And it's always fun in the summertime when you drive by and you see about 18 mini games going on, about 4,000 kids running in every direction, parents and family sitting on lawn chairs on the sides. What are some of your earliest recollections of playing, you know, the Timbits soccer and playing youth soccer? Well, a story that my mom always likes to tell me is that 
every time, every year I played Tippett soccer, my favorite thing to do was just sit on the ground and pick up the flowers. And then when the ball would come, then I'd get up and go for it. <laughs> but I, I, <laughs> I don't think I was too interested at the very beginning, but obviously I kept playing and it grew on me, I guess. I don't pick flowers anymore when I play, so. <laughs> well, now you're picking the corners, right? Kicking the ball as a striker. Yeah. It's, I you guess know so. It's really funny that you said that because when I asked you that question, based on what your answer was, I was going to ask you off the back of it and say, Carly, I'm wondering, were you one of those players that would just kind of sit off to the corner and pick flowers? And I guess you were. (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Now, you mentioned that it did stick with you. And that's interesting because, you know, a lot of kids, four, five, six years old, I'm a dad, I've seen my kids do it. You know, they want to get into something because their friends are doing it or they want to try something new and then they'll do it for a couple of years and then they'll try something else and then they'll try something else. And then by the time they're into their, you know, middle school years, preteens, early teens, then they kind of gravitate to something that they really are fond of, whether it's a particular sport or a particular side of the arts or whatever the case may be. You said soccer stuck with you. Why did it stick with you? Um, honestly, I think I just really like the team aspect of it. I've always had really good teammates and most, I made most of my best friends through soccer. So it definitely did help that I had so many people that I was close to playing with me. Um, one of my best friends, actually, Michaela Martin has come all the way, like we played together since really young age and she's actually at UMBSJ now as well. Uh, I've also had really good coaches right from the get-go too, which made the sport as enjoyable as it was for me. So I think definitely those two aspects were the ones that kept me going. When you look back going up through soccer, especially when you start getting older and and academic and school workload starts to take over, you know, sometimes you got to really lean on family. You know, they've got to get you to practice. They've got to do this. They've got to do that. When you look back, you know, what was it like? What were your parents like in that time? And and what about siblings? Did you have siblings around you that, you know, maybe you played in the backyard with and things like that? What was the family dynamic like when you were growing up? Yeah, um, honestly, um, when I was a little bit younger, I'm maybe like U12, my mom and my brother actually used to come outside with me and they used to kick the ball with me and play with me and my dad drove me to soccer all the time. Honestly, I couldn't have done it without them either and my brother was really great too because I did have to travel a lot for soccer and my parents did have to spend a lot of time with me taking me to soccer or practicing with me. So he was really... Uh, supportive of that too and honestly he did come out and play with me sometimes when we were a little bit younger so they were definitely a big part of how I got here as well. What were some goals that you would set for yourself Carly? First of all talk about from an academic standpoint because again it's very different when you get into post-secondary but from an academic standpoint what were some goals you set for yourself this year? In high school all through high school I had an about 90% average and I really did want to stick with that high average throughout university as well. I know it's quite different is a little bit harder if I'm being honest but I would like to keep an A in all my classes if possible but we'll see how that goes it's still early so and what about athletically I mean so far so good right three games three goals CCAA female athlete of the week two-time UNBSJ uh, female athlete of the week but what were some goals that you set for yourself athletically uh for myself I honestly I would have liked to have a goal per game average. I wanted to do as much as I could to contribute to my team's success. And another personal goal, I would like to be the league's rookie of the year. That is a little bit high, though. And I have some amazing people that I'm competing against. Like a lot of my friends, they're going to other schools that we're competing against. And 
stay. Like, it's going to be a fight right to the end, honestly, for it. So a little bit of friendly competition with some of your friends. I'm guessing that are rookies at other ACAA schools as well. Can you uh, maybe yeah. mention, a, mention a couple and who they're playing for? Abby Kerwin, she's playing for Stu. Robin McPhail is also playing for Stu. Emily Sonia is playing for Crandall. So those are all a bunch of girls that I played funny soccer with. So it's definitely weird to be playing against them now, but it is nice to have some friendly competition. and It's nice to get to see them every now and then since they're living away. What was kind of the all of the ingredients that came together that finally made you choose UNBSJ? What was kind of the the final thing that, that helped you? Why UNBSJ, I guess? Um, honestly, the biggest reason that I ended up staying home was to be at home. I'm going to be in school for a very long time, so it was important for me to save money where I could. Save money from, um, save some living expenses and stuff like that. But another really big factor was um, I spoke to my coaches, my my coaches now at a recruiting event um, back in February, and like they made me want to be a Seawolf. So it's definitely that time that I talked to them in February that definitely made me want to be part of their team. And I think that's another big reason that I did choose to stay at home was because I I felt welcomed there. And it's never a bad thing when you're going off to university or college to be close to home because you can be close to home cooking. Is that, is that pretty accurate, Carly? Oh, that is so accurate. I don't know what I would do without my mom's cooking. <laughs> What's the favorite thing that she makes that you're always like, mom, you got to make this tonight. Mom, you got to make this tonight. What dish is it? Oh, she makes this spicy fettuccine Alfredo, the best fettuccine Alfredo that I've ever had. <laughs> the best. The best. <laughs> okay. What is now? Right away, you had me when you said spicy, because I love anything spicy. But what is it about this spicy fettuccine Alfredo, besides the fact that it's your mom's, what makes it the best, Carly? She uses, like, spicy sausages in it. She puts, like, little chunks of sausage in it. Oh, my gosh. It's so good and just so creamy. And oh. <laughs> <laughs> I I have this feeling that as soon as we finish this, you're going to be calling up your mom going, Hey, Mom, any chance we can have that spicy fettuccine Alfredo <laughs> for supper tonight? You're right. I, I'm craving that right now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> See, I knew it. I'm, I'm actually craving it right now as well. I'm Next time I'm up in St. John, because I'm actually doing some games for play-by-play for the St. John Sea Dogs this year in the Quebec League, maybe I'll be like, hey, Carly, uh, think your mom's got any leftovers there? <laughs> <laughs> for anybody that's listening to this that's considering what they want to do next year in terms of post-secondary and, and somewhere to go, uh, why should they pick UNBSJ? Uh, UMBSJ is wonderful. All my profs are amazing. It's nice to have to have a small campus and you feel part of it right away. And for anyone who plays soccer, I definitely would suggest coming to play soccer for the Seawolves. We have a great team, great coaches, and it just feels great to be a Seawolf. There you go, a Seawolves booster right there. <laughs> All right, you ready for some rapid fire? I am. All right. The best gift you ever received? Probably my very first phone when I was in grade five. See, my daughter would probably say the same thing. Her first iPhone for her birthday a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh, your earliest soccer memory? Uh, definitely Timbit soccer, picking those uh, flowers. <laughs> uh, who's your sports hero? Uh, Christine Sinclair, definitely. I may know the answer to this one, but your favorite food? Definitely pasta. Definitely, yeah, okay. Uh, if you could have a meal with one celebrity... Anywhere in the world, what celebrity would it be? Oh, definitely Khaled. <laughs> is he in your playlist all the time? He is in my playlist all the time, yeah. <laughs> now, what do you do when people get Khaled and DJ Khaled confused? Does that bother you or does that ever happen to you? Yeah, it, it 
kind of does trigger me a little bit, but I mean, it's an honest mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> somewhere that you've never been anywhere in the world that you would love to go. Hawaii. Good choice. Never been, but <laughs> I'd like to go as well. Now you said Christine Sinclair is your uh, favorite athlete. Outside of Christine Sinclair, who's your favorite athlete to watch? In other words, when you watch them play, you're just like, oh my gosh, how did they do that? Jesse Fleming. And last one for you. What does Carly do to relax? How do you unwind, Carly? I like to listen to music and I do like some alone time sometimes. Relaxing alone, honestly, is preferable for me. Now, I know that my daughter is a huge YouTube watcher and a Netflix watcher. Are you a watcher of online content? I do love to watch Netflix and I have a a free minute. Yeah, I don't watch very much YouTube, but Netflix is a definite must. All right. Is there a show or two that you're binge watching or do you just kind of bounce around and pick whatever? I love How I Met Your Mother, but I actually don't think it's on Netflix anymore, which makes me really sad. So. <laughs> I don't like when that happens either. You get so invested in a show and then it's like, oh, and it dropped off this month. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It totally does. Well, listen, Carly. This has not sucked. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Congratulations again on all the early success that you've had, both individually and on a team level with the University of New Brunswick at St. John the Seawolves. And we wish you continued success academically and athletically, not only the rest of this year, but the rest of your time at UNBSJ. Thank you so much, Scott. It's been a pleasure, and uh, I'll be making sure to follow you on uh, your social media, Instagram and Twitter. And... uh, be following that progress to see how you do towards uh, the rookie of the year in the ACW. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to have you on again toward the end of the year. Been a pleasure. Enjoy the rest of your day and have a great weekend, Carly. Thanks you as well. That's Carly Duval. She's a rookie with the UNB SJ Seawolves women's soccer team. She's a freshman at UNB SJ and uh, she's having a great year. It's been a pleasure to have Carly on. We certainly thank her and we thank you for joining us today on Big Game Sports Radio. Remember, friends, if you can't take part in sport, be a good one anyway. Talk to you again soon. Bye for now.